Hi everyone, welcome to or welcome back to another episode. If this is your first time hearing my voice, hi, my name is Melina and welcome to the podcast. And if you haven't already listened to my latest episode, last week I talked about uh, what I believed was my favorite type of book between physical ebooks and audiobooks, and I also debated what is better between the three with pros and cons and based on my personal opinions and experiences. So if you're interested in hearing that, be sure to check that out after this episode. And if you do enjoy this episode, I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review it on Apple Podcast. And one thing I wanted to let you guys know is that I am doing something different with my Instagram accounts. I'm changing things up a little bit, so... Once I get that all figured out, I will leave my Instagram handle down below in the description so you can follow me on there to stay up to date for when new episodes are published every single Tuesday. So now, on to today's episode. As you can tell by the title, I'm going to be talking about all the books I read in July. And I'm really excited for this episode because when I was in the thought process of creating this podcast, uh, one of my episode ideas was to give a monthly recap of all the books that I read in that month and it's going to be like my little segment if you will so then I'll be doing this every single month for all the books that I read that month and I really wanted to do this because I feel like if I create this segment for this podcast of all the books I read that month then I'll be able to hold myself accountable to be like oh Melina you know you have to read this many books this month in order to have content to talk about in your episode at the end of the month. So I feel like it's a win-win for both of us. You know, I'm able to keep on track with the books that I want to read that month. And then at the end of mo- at, at the end of the month, sorry, I'm able to talk to you guys about all the books I read. And also, I wanted to incorporate this little segment because I did want to find a way to incorporate books as much as I can into this podcast because books are something that I love and I'm passionate about and I want to share that with you guys. So in the month of July I read a total of five books. Two were books that I didn't get to finish in June so that was when I was a bit behind on my reading schedule and then the other two were books that I planned to read in July so I started and finished those this month and one I DNF'd it meaning I was not able to finish it. So if you don't know me, as a fellow book lover, I've always said that I was never going to not finish a book just because I didn't like it or whether I didn't like the story or I didn't like the way it was written because I've always told myself that no matter what the storyline is, no matter how it's written, that I would just, you know, finish the book because I would want to find out how the book ends or how the characters develop or what happens at the end. Maybe there's some kind of plot twist that happens at the end that makes me, you know, like the book at, you know, when I'm done with it. But I don't know. I just couldn't finish this one book this month. And I mean, I tried to, like I had three days left of the month and I was only halfway through the book and I was like, okay, I could push through it. I can finish it. Like I really didn't like the book you know, and that's saying a lot for me because I don't think, you know, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have not come across a book yet that I didn't like, 
but I mean if you're interested in finding out which book I did not finish this month and the reason why, keep on listening. And one little disclaimer I wanted to put in here that I wanted to mention is that I hope you guys aren't disappointed with the number of books I read this month. I'm gonna be quite honest with you, I'm a slow reader and I'm a very much a mood reader also, so it really depends on what type of days I have or how I'm feeling because I'm not your most consistent reader and I don't think you guys should be expecting me to read, you know, 10 books in one month if I'm not able to because to be quite honest with you, I'm not gonna, you know, sugarcoat anything. While I do love reading books, there are days that, you know, I much rather, you know, watch TV or watch YouTube or watch Netflix than read my book because I feel like for book lovers or for anybody, you know, with a bookstagram account, I feel like someone on the outside can assume that all book lovers in general, you know, always have their face in a book or are always reading, which I think is not true. I mean, I feel like there are some readers who are able to read every single day for hours on end, but then there's also other readers who, you know, don't. But I mean, I think it really depends on your personal preference, especially where you're at in your life. Like, I mean, the type of life you have, whether you're busy with work or with a family or whatever it may be, or if you're like me and, you know, you're a college student going in, you know, I feel like I've been able to read more books since quarantine started than if we weren't in quarantine, and especially since it's summer, you know, but then things will change when I go back to school. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors that come into play, but I wanted to mention that because I've seen on Bookstagram the past couple weeks, a lot of uh, accounts have been talking on their stories on how there's this kind of pressure in the Bookstagram community to be a consistent person on their on their platform you know on their feed where you know posting book reviews you know every single day or every other day or reading you know 10 books that month or overall you know reading a hundred books in the year so far because you know I think it depends on what your reading goal is how much you're reading every day and you know how the pressure of seeing so many other people reading so much more and so much faster than you how that can get to you like as a book reviewer as a book lover but I feel like we shouldn't worry about that because I don't know I mean I think that everybody you know reads differently they read at their own pace you know and not everybody's going to be consistent you know like everybody's going to have their good days and their bad days and like for me as a mood reader I think that if I'm not in the right mindset to read the book I'm reading you know, I'm not going to be completely focused or I'm not going to fully immerse myself into the book. I feel like that's just a waste of time for me to be reading the book because then I'm not giving it my full attention. So, I mean, I just wanted to put that in there. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of the rundown of the structure of this episode because I feel like if I don't have a structure, this episode is going to be about an hour long and I want to make it as short and as concise for you guys and share all five books that I read. So for each book, I'm going to be talking about the title, a quick synopsis, some quick facts about it, the Goodreads rating, because that's the account that I've had for the last couple years. And I am look to Goodreads for, you know, my synopsis and the ratings on books that I want to read and compare 
Goodreads rating to my rating and then give some quick thoughts on what on what I thought about the book if I deem necessary. But I'm going to try to keep those thoughts to like the minimum because if I share all my thoughts on the book, then we're never going to move on to the next book. So that's a little bit of the structure. Okay, so let's get started. I'm going to be going in order by the books that I read this month. So we're going to go from the beginning to the end of this month. So the first book I read in the beginning of July is called An Anonymous Girl by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinin. I know I probably butchered her last name, but you can look it up. And for each synopsis I'm going to be telling you guys, I did get inspiration for the synopsis on Goodreads. So if you find that the Goodreads summary is similar, that's where I got it from. So I didn't copy word for word, but I did use a lot of the same phrases in my own summary just for my notes because I have been writing my book reviews down in a notebook physically and then also posting them on my bookstagram. So that is where I'm going to be reading off the synopsis. Okay, so here we go. The mysterious Dr. Shields is conducting an ethics and morality study for women ages 18 to 32 to participate. It will be anonymous, and you will be compensated for your participation. Jessica Ferris immediately signs up, thinking that she will just have to answer a few questions, get paid, and leave. But as the questions become more thought-provoking and intense, and sessions turn into outings where Jess is put into these scenarios, she realizes that something is not right. As she gets further in the study, Jess begins to feel as if Dr. Shields knows what she's thinking and possibly hiding. Jess's paranoia begins to cloud her judgment and ability to trust what is real and what is one of Dr. Shields' experiments. Okay, so for the genre of this book, it's in the category of your suspense, thriller, and psychological thrillers. And that was mainly one of the things that enticed me to buy this book because I have been very interested in reading more mystery thriller type books because that's one of my favorite genres but I feel like I haven't read very many of them so I do want to branch out and start reading more of the genre that I do like because I know that's one type of category of books that I do like to read and I bought this book in hardcover so that's where I read it from and it's a total of 371 pages so I think you know it's not that bad it's pretty you know average for your book and the rating that goodreads gave it was a 3.82 which i feel like is you know above average so it does have pretty good ratings and the rating that i gave the book on my book review post on instagram is a 4.5 rating so as you can tell just from my rating i absolutely loved reading this book and one of the things that i liked about it was that it was you know dark and twisted and intense all at the same time which is one of the things you get with psychological thrillers and that's one of the things that fascinates me the most and makes me want to keep reading the book so the story is told in dual perspective from the eyes of jessica and she goes by jess ferris and the professor dr shields and i think it was just so fascinating to me reading from the perspective of dr shields specifically because i think the authors did a really good job using imagery for us the readers to be able to depict an image in our minds of how Dr. Shields 
mind works, if you get what I mean. Like, I felt like it was just crazy and eye-opening to be able to, like, visualize what she was seeing and how she was thinking because from the perspective of a therapist constantly analyzing their patients and coming to conclusions that way, you know, it's just completely different from like, you know, a normal person who doesn't have, you know, a job like a therapist or like a psychologist or things like that. So I thought that that was really, really interesting to read, you know. I thought it was, you know, interesting but also disturbing at the same time the way Dr. Shields was analyzing Jess, which added so much more to the book, I feel like. But yeah, I mean, overall, I really, really loved reading this book. But the reason why I didn't give it five stars, I was this close to giving it five stars because I feel like from the very beginning it was a five-star read, was because of the ending. You know, I'm not going to spoil, you know, the ending of any of these books for you guys because I want you guys to be able to read the book, you know, without knowing, you know, a whole lot. Maybe, you know, just the synopsis at the most because I am definitely the type of reader who likes to go into my books pretty much blind, you know, knowing the bare minimum. But I gave An Anonymous Girl a 4.5 stars because of the ending, because I feel like that everything throughout the book was so unpredictable. You didn't know what was going to happen next, which is what I love about psychological thrillers. But I feel like the ending was too predictable. However, the thing is, I didn't expect the ending, you know, because I feel like the whole book took me on a wild roller coaster that I should have expected the ending that it did because it was a very predictable one, but I didn't. So I was kind of disappointed with the ending, you know, for me personally. I mean, you know, who knows? You guys will pro- probably, you know, like the ending or, you know, maybe you won't. I mean, I just wanted to let you guys know what I thought about it. And I think I did mention this in my book review also that I wasn't as fond of the ending. So on to the next book I read this month. I read Shelter in Place by Nora Roberts. So for the synopsis. It took place just outside Portland, Maine. It was a typical evening at a mall, at the Down East Mall. Everybody was just going about their business, employees working their shifts, families, you know, shopping around, and friends, you know, going to the movies. Then the shooters arrived. The shooting only lasted eight minutes before the cops arrived, and the shooters were killed. But for those who have lived through it and survived, their lives would never be the same. The story follows the lives of the survivors after the tragedy. And as the survivors began to heal, Patricia Hobart, in particular, is conspiring to seek revenge. We later find out that there is nowhere safe to hide. So the genre of this book is also in the category of thrillers. It's a thriller, a romance novel, a suspense, and domestic fiction novel, according to uh, my Google research. And I ended up reading this book also in hardcover, and it's a total of 438 pages. So a little bit more than my last book that I read. And on Goodreads, they gave it a rating of 4.24 stars. So pretty, you know, above average. You know, I had pretty good expectations going into this book because it had such a high rating. However, the reading that I gave this book was uh, 3.5 stars which is actually, I think, one of my lowest rated books this year so far. 
and you know just because I did rate it a low rating is not that I didn't enjoy reading this book I did actually really enjoy reading this book and one of the things that I liked about it was that the beginning of the novel started off really quick with the mall shooting so I think within the first four chapters the mall shooting already you know occurred it's already passed which is one of those quick you know developing plots that I do like reading about and I did like reading about it for a change in comparison to other books that I've read so far this year and you know because the mall shooting does revolve around the whole story I really liked that they cut to the chase got right into it and you know just went with it which was one of the things I really enjoyed about it but as I got further into the book I found myself getting bored really easily because after the tragedy of the mall shooting like I mentioned in the synopsis it follows the survivors however I don't feel like I was completely immersed into the survivors lives you know just from the beginning of this book I felt like it had a lot of potential but I don't know I this was one of the books that I found more difficult to pick up to read you know like struggling that you know I had to read this book but I wanted to finish this book so I can review it properly for you guys on Instagram because I feel like if I don't finish it then I feel like I don't have enough information to be able to tell you guys how I feel about the book. But there is a little bit of a plot twist that happens after the mall shooting that I really really did like and I don't want to mention to you guys the plot twist. If you guys are interested you guys can go ahead you know and read that book um, but I feel like that plot twist that happened after the mall shooting for me personally I feel like that was the most interesting but I don't feel like that was enough for me to give it you know higher rating than 3.5 stars so there was little there was little bits of things that I liked about the book but it wasn't the book as a whole you know I just feel like I didn't connect to the characters or have as much of an enjoyable reading experience as I thought I would have so that's the reason why I rated it uh, 3.5 stars. Now onto the third book I read this month. I read Speak by Lori Halls Anderson. So for the synopsis, it is Melinda's freshman year at Meriwether High. At an end of summer party she is caught calling the cops. She begins her freshman year friendless and outcast and with a reputation. So now nobody will talk to her, let alone listen to her. As the year goes on, being isolated has caused her to stop talking altogether. But it is through her art class that she is finally able to come to terms with what happened at the party. She was raped by an upperclassman who also attends Meriwether High. Melinda demonstrates the importance of speaking up for herself when she has another violent encounter with him. So just by the synopsis, it reveals a lot of what's going to happen in this story. But one specific topic that it covers is sexual assault and being a victim of sexual assault. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer in there. If you are interested in reading this book, it does have, you know, a trigger warning of sexual assault, sexual abuse, and it is under the genre of novel and YA fiction and I read this book in paperback style and it's a pretty short read it only has 198 pages so this was one of the books that I was able to finish in two days 
which is probably the fastest I've ever read a book in all the years I've ever read books. So that's saying a lot. And on Goodreads, it had a rating of 4.2 stars. And my rating, I gave it four stars. But like I said, I found this book a very quick and easy read for me. I was able to finish it in two days top. And overall, I really enjoyed reading this book. And one of the things I liked about it was reading this book from Melinda's perspective because I felt like it made the story a lot more personal than if we were reading it from third person. And you really get a look into the thoughts of a teenager and specifically one in transition of entering high school, which I think is a very, very, very important transition, but then also very confusing, complicated, fragile, because you're transitioning from not only eighth grade to high school, but to a completely different environment also. So I think it was important that the author portrayed Melinda transferring, transitioning into high school, because I don't think I've read very many books that have the character in that transition and what they go through. And I think the author did a really, really good job at portraying Melinda as a very normal and relatable teenager. A lot of realistic problems that people could relate to, like, you know, starting high school with a reputation, whatever that reputation may be, good or bad. Um, being lonely and, you know, not having many friends starting high school. Because I feel like that's one of those topics that's not talked about, but it is very much real. And that's one thing I did appreciate from this author. However, Anderson does dive deeper into the story when Melinda is raped by an upperclassman who also attends her high school. So, I mean, she has to spend her, you know, entire high school experience looking at the person who did this to her, you know, at the party. She has to be able to look at him and face him every single day, which is something that Melinda struggles with throughout this entire book. And not wanting to talk about what happened and feeling like she doesn't have any friends that will be able to listen to what she has to say, it causes her loneliness, and eventually she stops talking. And as a reader, through this story, you could see how difficult it is for Melinda to speak up about this traumatic event that occurred to her. And in general, we see how sexual assault victims like Melinda are affected both physically and mentally, which was one of the things that I wasn't aware about. I feel like I haven't read very many, if any, books on sexual assault victims, which is why, you know, I did give it a four-star rating because I feel like this book does talk about a very serious topic from the eyes of a teenager. So I feel like the author did a very good job altogether with the way it was written, with the storyline, with Melinda, and, you know, overall, you know, I highly recommend reading this book. So, so now on to the fourth book I read this month. I read Dear Martin by Nick Stone. So for the synopsis, Justice McAllister is at the top of his class and guaranteed to get into an Ivy League school. However, everything changes when he is put in handcuffs. Justice comes to realize that he can't escape from being ridiculed by peers and classmates and society in general. Throughout the story, Justice studies the teachings of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and he starts writing journal entries to Dr. King looking for some answers. 
One day, when Justice is out driving with his best friend Manny, it's when they spark the fury of an off-duty white cop. Justice and Manny are caught in the middle of a crossfire, and in the aftermath, it's Justice who is under attack. So this book is in the genre of novel and fiction, and I read this book in paperback style, and it was only 208 pages, so a little bit more than the last book I read, but also it was a very quick read for me. So this was another book that I was able to finish in two days also. And on Goodreads, they rated it 4.37 stars. And for my rating, I gave it five stars. I absolutely loved this book. I think it was one of my favorite reads of 2020 so far. You know, I had heard only good things about it on Bookstagram. So I really had high expectations going into reading this book. And I normally don't have high expectations for books. So I feel like I would have been very disappointed if the book wasn't as good, but I have nothing but positive things to say about this book. The story revolves around high school senior Justice McAllister. And, you know, the story goes through his senior year of high school, so the span of a year. But it's not your normal senior year because things change when he's falsely accused and arrested by a police officer. And that event leads Justice to start studying the teachings of Dr. King. However, over time, Justice comes to the realization and conclusion that he can't escape from being ridiculed and looked down upon for being African American. And I think Nick Stone did a very, very good job portraying a powerful message that injustice does exist within the system. Within the system. And I feel like, especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, reading this book can be a great way to educate yourself on the Black Lives Matter movement, especially since it's been a very prominent and ongoing topic in the media. And I don't know, I feel like overall, this book was very eye-opening for me, and I did take away a lot of things from this book. But for me personally, reading this book has just made me more aware that issues do exist in this world such as racism and there are still things we need to do to to make progress and move forward from this because unfortunately we live in a world where people are judged by the color of their skin and you know I feel like we shouldn't be judging people by that way by only physical appearances or by how they look. And I feel like you don't know anybody just by looking at them. You can only assume things, but those assumptions are never, you know, the truth if you don't know them personally. So I don't know. Overall, I think this is a must read, especially in the time period that we are in right now. I think it's a great time to read this book. And you know, I think this is going to be one of those books that I do reread, that I do come back to. So, you know, overall, highly recommend this book. Five stars. Must read for 2020. Okay, so on to the final book that I read this month. I read Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. I believe that's how you say her last name. And this was not a book that I initially planned to read. And the month of July, it was just something that came up because it was our pick for the month for this book club that I'm in. 
and I recently joined this book club at the beginning of the month. Uh, we call ourselves the Bookstagram Cactus Club, and I came across this group on Instagram, and they created a WhatsApp group chat, and overall, I really, you know, like being in this book club. I've never, ever been in a book club before, and I was really excited to join the group chat with all of these other wonderful ladies. You know, I felt so, you know, welcomed into the chat. I felt, you know, like, welcome with open arms, but since I did join at the beginning of July, I found out that this was their pick for the month, so I didn't have enough time to order the book online and have it delivered, so I ended up using the ebook option to read this book. However, like I mentioned earlier, there was one book I did not finish, and this was actually the book I wasn't able to finish, and I'll get into, you know, my reasons why. But since I didn't write a book review for it, I'm going to read to you guys the synopsis exactly from Goodreads, not my own, you know, like, modified version, and tell you guys, you know, the Goodreads rating and my rating based on what I've read so far. Not on the whole book, but what I was able to read up to. So for the synopsis, joint winner of the Man Booker Prize 2019, Teaming with Life and Crackling with Energy, a love song to modern Britain and black womanhood, girl, woman, other, follows the lives and struggles of 12 very different characters. Mostly women, black and British, they tell the stories of their families, friends, and lovers across the country and through the years. Joyfully polyphonic and vibrantly contemporary, this is a glorious new kind of history, a novel of our times, celebratory, ever dynamic and utterly irresistible. So for the genre, let me quickly look up what the genre is on the internet because I didn't write that down. Okay, so for the genre, it says contemporary literature and domestic fiction. And on Goodreads, it gave it a rating of 4.44 stars, which is very, very good almost five stars. I think that's probably the highest rated book of the all the books that I read this month. So, I mean, I really didn't know much about the book going into it, but I knew that I wanted to start reading it because the other ladies in the group chat had already, you know, gone ahead. So, like I said, I ended up reading this in the ebook version, but my rating on this book, I don't know, like I'm torn between a 3 and a 3.5 stars. You know, I haven't published my book review on Instagram yet for this book. Not a book review, but like what I thought about the book. Um, but I'm pretty torn on giving it a 3 or 3.5 stars because for me, I was only able to read, I want to say up to halfway of the book. And this was one of those books that I really struggled to pick up. Like I knew it was our monthly pick and just from like reading in the group chat, there were some ladies that liked it, some that didn't, you know, I can't speak generally, but I feel like in the beginning, especially, I had heard a lot of things from them saying that it was very hard to get into because of a lack of grammar and punctuation, which is very different from any books that I've ever read before. So I think that factor played into having to pay even more attention to the book and the story if it doesn't have the proper punctuation that you would normally see in a book. So that was one thing. And then also another thing I feel like, for me personally, 
the reason I wasn't able to finish this book because like it says in the synopsis it follows 12 different characters and I feel like that's a lot of characters to have in a book to be able to keep track of who's who and what's going on and what's their story and you know when it constantly switches to a different person each chapter I felt like I wasn't able to keep up with the book and then in turn I felt like I wasn't completely immersed in any of the characters that I did read. I don't know, I mean, it's pretty high rated on Goodreads, so I feel like other people have had really good experiences with this book, but I I don't know, but I just feel like I'm not the type of person who got that, you know, enjoyable reading experience with this book. I mean, you know, I could only tell you my personal opinion, and, you know, you can go off of that. You can decide whether you want to read this book or not, but I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys, you know, there's going to be books out there that you don't like and you don't finish or you don't want to read and you know that's just life because I feel like if there were books that we all wanted to read and everybody read them it would get kind of boring after a while everybody reading and loving the same books so there always has to be those books that people don't enjoy as much as other ones because that's where your opinion comes into play you know people have different mindsets people have different opinions their perspective is different than others so I think that plays a big factor on how much you enjoy a book so overall I feel like this book is pretty average with you know the storyline nothing against you know the way it was written you know but yeah um if you're not already following me on Instagram you can do that and stay tuned because I will be doing a post on my thoughts on our book club pick girl woman other so that is all the books that I have read in the month of July wow I didn't read very many, but I felt like I talked a lot about each one. I don't know. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I was really excited to make this episode, and I'm very excited to start making it a monthly segment. So stay tuned for the end of the month, each month, for my recap of all the books that I read that month. And, you know, another reason why I wanted to do this is because I, first of all, love talking about books. And... I wanted to share with you guys the books that I read and encourage you guys to read books that, you know, I love, you know, I mean, I can only tell you so much about how I love a book, but I, you know, it's really up to you, you know, if you decide to read the books that I read or that I liked or that I highly recommend. But yeah, I hope you guys found some new books to read if you haven't read any of these already. And I hope it just, you know, sparked your interest in general of reading books they don't have to be the books that I read but I did talk about the genres of books I read so you know maybe you're not interested in that book in particular but you're interested in the genre then you can totally you know search up google search other books in the same genre but yeah uh like I mentioned in the beginning I am changing things up with my instagram accounts so if you're interested in following me on instagram I will leave it in the description below the podcast description and once I have that figured out I will tell you guys so I want to thank you all for listening and I will talk to you guys in the next episode bye